That's more than I can do. Bonjour, je m'appelle Sam. J'habite dans un lounge. And this is why we both worked for American Cruise Line. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the first ever episode of, of Cruising with Crew. This is going to be cheesy, but I'm Sam. And I'm Courtney. And this whole podcast, rather, is um, us. We're sat down here with cups of tea, and we're just going to talk about life. As, I see. Absolutely. As, as, as crew members. Full disclosure, this is our first time doing anything like this. If you couldn't already tell. We're literally sat here in an apartment. Uh, Not with... a random apartment, my apartment. <laughs> Courtney's apartment. Um, and uh, there's dogs and cats and all sorts, so if there's any random noise, um, we apologise. But we're sat here with cups of tea, and we're just going to chat away, and the mics are on, you know? Courtney, who are you, first of all? Hello, Courtney. Who am I? What a question. Who is she, really? <laughs> um, hello, I'm Courtney, an ex crew member, former crew member, currently living in Abu Dhabi. I'm from the UK, but I was raised here. So this is more like home. I've been in the UAE for 15 years. And um, since this podcast is all about cruising, I'll focus more on, on that side of my background. So I joined Norwegian Cruise Line um, in 2018. I joined from, moved over from Dubai and stayed and did four contracts there was lots of ups and downs was stuck on there during covid <laughs> went back after covid but all of those details will be revealed later on in many more episodes to come i can't give it all away at the first first episode but um yeah that's me i'm an actor and an mc and a bit of an all-round entertainer and that's what i was doing on ships i was crew staff hello um i'm sam uh, so uh, i also live in the uae um, I actually work with Courtney, hence, hence how we, we met. Um, I spent about three contracts uh, with Disney Cruise Line um, out in the Caribbean. So uh, it was a wonderful time. And uh, we thought we would come together and create this podcast. Because I don't know about you, but did you find when starting your cruise journey, did you find there was a lot of information out there? Or, or was it hard to find? Like, how was your experience it, I found it was a bit difficult to find. I went on YouTube. I looked. I looked at lots of videos of mm. like life of a crew member. Um, <laughs> but it can be tricky depending on which cruise line you work for because mm. there may be loads of videos that come up for working for Disney, for example. Right. But not so many for Norwegian Cruise Line. Mm. Um, so I feel like I had trouble with that because you you get the gist of it, you get yeah. the outline. But obviously, every cruise line is individual. Mm. It's got its own its own thing. Mm. You know. So it would be nice, and I think what's nice here is that we are going to have two, two different cruise lines to focus on. Yes. Um, and it's nice to, even in the conversations that we've had before, it's nice to see the similarities and the differences between each cruise line. So, um, yes, I, I spoke to a few of my friends that I knew had worked for Norwegian Cruise mm. Line before I joined, so I got a lot of my, my information from them. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like there could be more out there for people to kind of prepare themselves for it. It was funny. So when I 
when I was looking for it, when I was deciding kind of to go on this cruise journey, the only thing I could really find was this ebook online that was, but it was funny because it was written like in 2001 or 2002. Right. So it wasn't very relevant. Other than that, it was just, there was a lot of videos of ex-crew members that had left for certain reasons and it was kind of 10 reasons why you should never work right. on this cruise line or why I got fired or why I chose to quit or... But there was nothing that was positive, right? I mean, so actually, that, that kind of leads me into my next question for you, or topic, I guess, for us, is what was it that made you want to work on cruise lines? Um, so it's quite funny. I'd never, ever thought about ships before I got offered the job. Mm. And that was primarily because I get very seasick. <laughs> so <laughs> I used to work at a theme park here in Dubai called Motion Gate. It's my cat just chiming in. Thanks for that, Tam. Um, yeah. um, so I used to work from at Motion Gate Dubai and I was a face character there but then after time had gone on I was offered a hosting role um, and one of the other performers that worked there had worked on cruise ships for a long time and he actually came and spoke to me and he said have you ever thought about ships because he's like you're always going on about how you love to travel you're talking about going on this place and this place you want to go on holiday here there and everywhere have you never thought about working on ships where you could combine both of them together? And I was like, actually, no, because I get seasick, so I've never thought about it. And he was all like, nah, you're not going to feel it, blah, blah, blah. You should really look into it. Yeah. So I thought, all right, why not? Let, yeah. let's, let's have a look. Let's see what's out there. And that was it. Then I was like, I applied, I think, for like 15 different cruise lines. Um, wow. I remember recording my application like my online application for msc and i thought well i'm never going to get this job because they wanted me to record it in english as well as another european language and i can speak some spanish but not fluent enough to conduct like really? to host a game show yeah i had to do my audition um it was an audition video really to submit and they needed it in a different european language so did they did you have a monologue to perform mm -hmm. or whatever or like a game show scripts and you had to do it in another they, language or they basically said like from what I can remember, okay, mm. you're going to have... It, it was like in real time as well. You didn't yeah. have time to prepare, to prepare for it because they obviously don't want people memorising mm. scripts and things. Mm. So they just gave me the outline of like, you need to introduce yourself, welcome people to the lounge and tell them about the theme night that we've got going on. So it, okay. it was those things. So I could come up with what, whatever theme night it was. Yeah. But I think as far as I got was like, Hola, mi nombre es Courtney. Bienvenido a... Aki, <laughs> welcome to here. Yeah. Um, That's great. That's more than like, I can do. Esta noche es la fiesta del 70s. Because I couldn't think of what the... Yeah, it, I, it was safe to say I didn't get offered the job with MSC. I, that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than bonjour, je m'appelle Sam, je beat dans un lounge. <laughs> And this is why we both worked for American Cruise Line. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. It's funny, yeah. It's funny how these things just kind of happen, don't they? Um, how did you, like, what inspired you to want to work on ships? Well, I'd, so I'd previously worked for Disney, and I'd been, I'd been doing that, and I, I actually was on the, on the Disney College program. Mm -hmm. Then I remember vividly, that as a part of the program, the last day, they bring you into a room and they do this kind of speech. They say, thank you so much for joining us. If you're American, we'd like you to extend. And they bet you basically get offered a, offered a job or an extension or mm -hmm. such. And they said, if you were international, 
um, you can flip to the back of the book. Right. And so they give you this book and you, you flip to the back of it and you look at the options for an international person <laughs> and there's like four <laughs> options on there. And the options are Disneyland Paris and it says, must be able to speak French. Well, that, you know. We've just, has... we've just uh, clarified <laughs> that that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so crossing that off crossing the list. Crossing that off. And then it was at a time, I think, um, in Japan, if you fit a certain character. If you speak Japanese. <laughs> also the language. Um, and then, like, the only other option, and it was one other option, and then the only, which was Disney Store, and the only other option other than that was Disney Cruise Line. Okay. And I thought, well, okay, well, maybe this is a way to get in and be as kind of, kind of close to stateside, stateside as I could be, yeah. um, but not working in a place with another language. Uh, so I, I, you know, I kind of cracked on and I was at a time in my life when I was like 20, 21, no, I'm like 24 and uh, <laughs> quite a big difference there. And, um, and I just thought, oh, like, I, I, I needed something. I'd, I'd been working in theme parks all this time and I was looking for a new, fresh adventure. And I remember looking at Disney Cruise Line and remembering that time because I actually flipped back through that book to, to look, re-look at the options. Yeah. And Cruise Line was there, and I was like, great. So I went through the procurement um, ally and, and, uh, and went through the process and, and got the job, which was amazing. So, which was a whole separate discussion yeah. about jobs and how to do it. Um, yeah, I think it's amazing. I think, I think with Cruise Lines, you don't realise, you go on there without much knowledge because there isn't a lot of information to be had. And I don't know how you felt. Being on the bus, so they pick you up from, like, I mean, again, this will be another episode when we go further into detail of your first day on the ship or something but I can remember mm. having the lump in my throat yes. on the on the coach as we were driving <laughs> towards the ship and I thought I don't know what I'm doing mm. I don't know if this is a good idea mm. and I was so close to crying but I remember being like don't cry because everybody can see you and mm. like nobody knows you and mm. this is mm. not a good first impression but yeah it was it was overwhelming it's funny um, I was the same way never been as a guest on a ship. I'd never seen a real cruise ship before either because um, where I was living at the time in, in London, the only real uh, place in the UK that we have cruise ships, or we, have, we have a few ports, but the main one being Southampton. Yeah. But I'd, I'd never been there that much and I'd never seen a massive cruise ship. Same as you. Got to the hotel, jumped on the bus at like the, uh, the ass crack of dawn mm-hmm. and like turned the corner. I remember going into Port Canaveral at the time where the, where the boat was docked and just seeing this massive beast of a of a vessel yeah. and thinking that is terrifying yep you know what's ahead it was like like it was my first time living away from home as well wow. so i'd never i was 19 when i went on board oh my gosh so i'd finished finished school um joined the theme park did a year at the theme park and then mm. got offered this and i so i'd never lived away from home mm. i'd never been away from my parents for that long and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, here I am in a random place where I don't really, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going on a, on a vessel that God knows what it's going to look like inside. Mm. It, yeah, it was a lot. That was the other thing. I mean, I think I was also concerned about what was life going to be like on board, mm-hmm. right? Like retrospectively, obviously it was fine in hindsight. It was 2020, but like... At the time, I remember panicking, thinking, how does this even work? How does this operate? It's working 24-7, 365 days a year. How, how can that be sustainable for, for, for the crew on board? Yeah. And then I remember that, that very first night in my cabin, 
thinking, holy moly, we are working every single day. And if I was tired now, because I was, this is going to be a long journey of, of conserving your energy and having to work every single day, you know, almost 10 to 12 hours a day. It was yeah. crazy. It is that, mo- that feeling of, what have I got myself into? Obviously, we'll, we'll, we can go into more of this as, as the podcast develops and as we do more stuff. But as a finishing note, then, what would you say out of your time on cruise ships was one moment that you absolutely loved or something that you took away from it that you loved? Or it doesn't even have to be the most. It can be like a, a moment that's just come to you now or, or, you know. It's going to sound super cheesy, especially for the first episode. My thing that I'm so grateful for mm. is just the people that you get to meet because mm. it is such a cliche and it sounds so cheesy, but it is so true that those people on board that you're there with really do become your family yeah you have no one from home you have no one that you can have your little inside jokes with or you think of something on the ship that's reminded you of something that happens at home and then you realize that no one's going to get it on board Mm -hmm. but it quickly doesn't matter because all of a sudden those people are in the same situation as you Mm -hmm. so they know that too Mm -hmm. so quickly you find your own inside jokes and you find your own things to relate to with each other and I still talk to people now from my first ship contract, which was in 2018. And I, I still talk to them now. Obviously, not every day, but especially nowadays with social media and all of this, like, we have each other on everything. So every now and then we'll be like, oh, how, how is this? How, how are you? Just checking in. So it, it has to be the people for me. It's such like a small little city essentially is what you're living on you're living on a city with its own rules so you kind of work and play with the same people the whole time so you have to learn to be patient and yeah you literally socialize live with work with all the same people and i think that's maybe one thing that i'd like to say is something that i took away from is the life skills that you get in terms of you have to be patient you Mm -hmm. have to be understanding of other cultures you have to be um used to living in confined spaces in tight conditions so all of this teaches you patience and understanding for people around you which i think is invaluable really when it comes to life skills for sure i can remember meeting another crew member on board and she was similar age to me she was british Mm. and she came out to me and said something like oh it's so nice to meet another brit on board i don't think i could have done this contract if they weren't british people and i was like that's the one thing that never fazed me Mm was having people from different cultures, like adding on to what you are just mm. saying. I thought that was such a nice factor of being on board. Mm. Maybe it was different because I I grew up in the UAE, um, so it's very diverse here mm. anyway. Mm. But I thought, that's never anything that's phased me. No. And, and I think it's very special that there aren't... Like, obviously, there are people... You've got big na- groups of the same nationality and people mm. tend to naturally go towards the familiarity of it I guess but people do have to learn to mix and so 100% agree with what you're saying it's such a good way of just learning life skills Mm. it was funny when you'd ever go on crew bar or go up to crew bar and you looked around I would always remember like Christmas Eve you would look around on whether it was Christmas Eve for you or not or the 24th of December and you would see people from literally all over the world representing every single continent every single country and you're all there essentially in no man's land yep in international waters baby come on (laughs) (laughs) it's the most amazing thing it really was magical and it'll be like 
you know, one o'clock in the morning and it'd be absolutely balmy and you'd be there in T-shirts and shorts, you know, because yeah. you could be. It was great. International waters. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our first little, little episode. It's a little teaser. <laughs> a teaser of what's to come. You can follow us along on our Instagram that should be up and running by the time we put this out. So uh, cruising with the crew, we one of the two. Follow us along there and we'll post about any new podcast episodes. And you can also find us on Spotify as well. See yeah, soon. Yeah, soon. <laughs> yeah, I like that. No, I like that. That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we use that. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.